people also asked versus featured snippets SEO updates in the Pinterest and SEO marketing club. This is exciting. Happy February. Welcome everyone. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to be here today to really give you some really good insights on what's happening with SEO. And I'm going to be giving you some really good stats today. So I'm so excited to, you know, give you guys the updates on what's happening and what does this room really mean. And today I want to really give you some insight on what you can think about doing when you're building your content and your strategy. So there is something called people also asked versus featured snippets. So I want to break that down quickly and just give you a rundown of what that actually means. Because when you see that, you know what it is, but you also need to know how to work it. So when you think about the people also asked section, it's the very first section that you see when you search for something, especially when people are searching for informational intent keywords, how to do this, how to do that. So those are the ones that really get you to the people also ask section because those are questions that you are answering. So if you're answering a question and most times people want to figure out what question should we answer? How do we build the structure? How do we understand the difference between these two major factors because people say, okay, the people also ask section is random or they can say it's, it's not possible to get there or they may say it's not realistic, you know, and there are different things you can look at. But when you think about the idea of reaching that space, it's like owning a title in that industry because you're an expert with authority, you know, developing trust which is Google's core principle for creating organic marketing that creates a user experience that helps the person that is creating this content. So most times you are thinking about so many different facets. How can I get this here? How can I do this? How do I create this? How do I stay creating? How do I stay creative? And these are platforms that are going to take a while because as you're building your content the next thing that you want to think about is am I making sense with my content because content is something that has been thrown around and you hear content content and you're like okay I understand that that makes sense content but to me at the moment having content is very important because if you have one answer that you're giving and this one answer leads to helping that person who searched for your content find the result, the next thing that you want to now see is how can I take this question, answer it, and give them other things to discover? Because most times we think that, okay, we're just going to answer a question and that's going to be it. But realistically, you want to answer a question, you want to satisfy a need, and you want, to, you want to send them somewhere that is good for them. So, for example, if you're writing a blog and you have something to talk about that really extends what you're, you've said in two minutes in your article, you can tell them, hey, click on this link and listen to this podcast so you can learn more. They subscribe, they listen to more podcasts, they get to more links. Before you know it, they've gone down a rabbit hole and they've been able to really understand what they need and what they're missing, connect the dots and get clarity. So when you're answering questions, ideally you want to be able to think about the five W's and the one H. And when you know how to answer those questions in really concise formats because most times we think about answering questions 
you know because people also ask is a section that you can check if you know about answer the public you can check it out there if you know about answer socrates you can check it out there as well these are platforms that you can be able to do on your own and it's really becoming you know one with your content one with understanding this is what i want to do for my business this is where i want to take it to the next level you know this is why i want to create this ideas that are going to give me good return on my time because my time is valuable your time is valuable and the people that are checking out your content on google have time for your sentence but they don't have all day to read what you're trying to show them so you want to be able to give them the information as conveniently as possible and when i say conveniently this is what i mean have an infographic i've said this before go to canva create one picture make sure it's bright the colors are bright make sure the text is legible the keywords that you have that are sitting in front of you that you know you can use apply those keywords put them as graphics as in-text graphics on in your file name in your alt text alt text is known as alternative text if you use linkedin if you use facebook if you use pinterest these alt texts even instagram they are all there and they're there for a reason you want to be able to communicate because when we start getting technical with seo we forget about the people we're trying to connect with so when you're creating content for the people that's why it says people also asked if you go to answer socrates type in a keyword make sure it's at least two words or more because one word will not give you accurate information so you want to be able to know what is this exact focus what are people looking for in this area in this bracket in this industry in this market you know what are the things you're marketing what are you putting out there consistently because if you can do a video and let's say you don't even want to be on video there are platforms where you can be able to turn your articles into videos so there's really no way you can be able to say that you can't take the time to answer these questions when someone comes and asks you a question just on a one-on-one basis if you ask me a question what do you think i'm going to answer you i'm not going to ignore you that's that's just courtesy that's just respect you know answer the question and you can answer the question based on your experience based on your interest based on your intent you know when you think about intent are you telling them this information so that they can use it to apply or to learn from or to understand where you taking them to so there's a big difference in that people also ask section and a featured snippet so i'll give you an example of a featured snippet if you type in cooking recipes for for Christmas, for example, let me just give a very general example. Or best furniture in town, for example. Now, when you get the results page on Google, and I'm going to give you some stats today because I want to just make sure you guys know what are the SEO statistics for marketing so that you can see how important this is. You may ignore it, you may think that it's too much, it may be too daunting. It may be too, you know, it's it's over your head. It's over the top. But once you just take it down to the level of what am I telling them? How am I expressing myself? What is my intention? Am I doing this for, for the good? Am I able to, you know, add value to the algorithm? Am I able to add value to the people asking this question? So these are things that you want to create and start building statistics for on your own understanding where they're coming from and where you're taking them to so when you apply those concepts it mu- it makes it so much better because a featured snippet would be best furniture in town or best restaurants to eat at or best hair salon when you click on those results on facebook 
you get something completely different when you search on Google. When you search on Google, you get a featured snippet. A featured snippet could be a Twitter card. It could be and a Twitter card, meaning that the keyword that you searched has that word in that tweet. That's what it means or in that alt text, because there's also alt text on Twitter. So you can't really ignore these things I'm saying. So you want to really know what they are. Just have an understanding. Just think about your, <clears throat> excuse me, think about your knowledge graph. Think about your taste graph. There's something on Pinterest called a taste graph. You know, what are people's interests? What do they like? You know, just don't think about these big words. Just think about the basics, the fundamentals. What do they need? What questions are they asking? Do I have the answer? If I do, how can they find that answer valuable? Because they're going to use informational keywords to find your content credible before they transact with you or make a transaction because that's where things get to really really dive in and that's something that you want to be able to create value in and that's the whole idea so if you're just joining this room please make sure that you can be able to you know raise your hand and i'll be able to bring you up on stage we'll be here for a good few minutes till the top of the hour so i can really give you guys some stats answer your questions if you have any and this is really where I want you to understand the value of what you're creating, especially when you're creating content for the people that you have, you know, listening to you as well. So I just checked the back channel real quick and I got a message. Okay. So the platform is, thank you so much. I appreciate that, Dr. D. Nicole. The platform is Google. And people also ask, is something that you always see on Google when you search for anything that you need? So that's where we're discussing how you can be able to create value and what are you getting back with that value based on how recent and how updated your content is when people are asking those questions. Because a feature snippet, like I mentioned, is... A Twitter card it could be a YouTube video some of these YouTube videos have been there for a long time and some of these YouTube videos take about let's say two years some it could be way less maybe six months but the videos that you see that are on YouTube usually like right now we're in 2022 so you'll be seeing some videos from 2017 2019 those are featured snippets those are videos on youtube there are so many videos on youtube but why is there this one video this one video and the chances are this one video could be on a blog this one video could be on a podcast as far as being you know creating links so yeah i have a youtube channel but if my video on youtube is not on my blog which is on my website, which I have authority and, and domain control over, which I'm sending people to through my email. It's a win-win for everyone. YouTube wins. You win because your website has been clicked through and your email list wins. Your community wins. Your marketing wins because you're sending traffic and you're building retention on a platform that you own. So if you send someone to a YouTube channel, YouTube gets that click, YouTube gets that lead, YouTube gets that view. But if you send them to your website, your website has the same YouTube video, the same YouTube video, and you see that in blogs everywhere. The same YouTube video, the same Instagram picture, you take that code, put it into your blog, copy that's why you don't have to do too much coding just copy the code they've done it for you paste it paste it in a place they can see it and then connect with them and tell them what to do with it so that when they watch they click on it they know oh you're on instagram let me click on this it leads them to the app they like it they comment they share they engage they follow they're a fan you know, it wasn't that hard, but I think where people start to see this being a hard 
place to get to is when the strategy is, is supposed to be applied because we can talk all day, be in the room all day, take notes all day, be on Zoom all day, you know, meet, you know, for coffee. You know, this is something that you can do. But at the end of the day, it's still you. You still have to play a role because what is going to happen is when you have a full proof of concept and you're building relationships with people, Google will notice that people are spending time on your website. Imagine if 20 people a day are coming to your website for information from your mailing list because you send regular emails once a week, once a month, you know, maybe twice a month. You know, just staying in contact with someone means a lot. That's why when you think about people talking about this, this, this something that happens after the follow-up, that is very correct because if I follow up with you, that means I respect your time and I want to be able to know how much time you have so that you can be able to execute what you initially asked me to do. So sometimes, you know, life comes in the way, things happen, and yeah, you know, you have to switch it up. But at some point, you'll still come back to that same point and ask yourself, this zeal, this excitement I had, this interest I had, do I still have it? Or do I not have time for it because it's not a priority anymore? So those are things that you want to think about and I'm going to run down these stats so that you guys can be able to just have an idea of what this is. And if you're trying to figure out how do you join the mailing list, how do I join the community, click the link in my bio, either on Instagram or Twitter, and have all the links there available for you. Tap on the icons and you can be able to get in touch with me. Now, let me run this down so you guys can be able to see this and, or hear this. In 2021, to date, Google accounted for just over 70% of all global desktop search traffic. That's 70% of the marketing share, of the market share, of the, the pie. What followed next was, that's interesting, what followed second place was Baidu. Baidu came in second place at 13%. Bing came in third at 12%. And Yahoo came in at fourth place at 2%. So if Google ideally has a 92% spend or increase or percentage or conversion or whatever you want to call it as far as, you know, what are the ranges? Because people can call it anything, search traffic, you know, global awareness, you know, it could be anything. But when you think about those stats, and that's the first one of many I'm about to give you guys today. So you can just have the idea because sometimes we know about these things. We know, okay, yeah, there are 1.9, 1.8 billion websites, but what does that mean to me? Does that, like, why do I need to know that? Why are there only 10 results, you know, on Google search? So these are things that I want you to see and just think about so that when you're thinking about what you're posting, whether it's on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, on YouTube, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to be able to stay relevant and also stay true. As the more authentic you are and the more people really see the value, the more they'll, they'll really respect that and come to you as an authority because you're able to offer value every time you show up. So, and that speaks a lot about your integrity. It speaks a lot about your authenticity. You know, relationships is something that you don't want to play with. Like that's, that's a huge, 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 you know, number one, 100% number one top priority for anything. When you're creating value for people, it's the relationships. It's that human to human relationships. Yes, I want to be on Google. Yes, I want to rank online. Yes, I want to make sales. Yes, I want people to read my blog. But you also want to ask yourself, does this person that's reading my blog get that satisfaction that I gave knowing that this person has that information ready to take the next step? If they can take the next step after reading your blog, after listening to your podcast, chances are 
you're you're not doing as much as you should because you're thinking in quantity and not in quality i'll give you an example we have a new podcast released today and i was able to you know have an amazing show with one of my really great friends her name is Brittany here on clubhouse and our episode just launched today and we did this around you know november and it was it was a really was supposed to be way earlier way way earlier in the in the year last year but you know how things happen you just have to plan and you know just be focused and just have faith and things will just work out the way they should so the episode launched and one of the things i noticed before i started dropping the new episodes for the year because i have like 10 12 episodes that are backed up that have not been released so i have episodes for the rest of the quarter and we just got access to video podcasts on spotify so it's opened a whole new door for us when it comes to sponsorships and advertisements we had a meeting with one of the people that have huge advertisement you know for podcasting and we discussed some of the cpms and all those great things with them and it's just been a great adventure because i've been doing this for free for two years the podcast it's been free no charge at all this is just free information just give you value and from it people tell me hey i love this person let me connect you with them I send an email, they get connected, they start doing business together or they become friends or they meet in the same city. Like it's so beautiful to see how people just connect. So I don't, I don't, I don't take it for granted that I meet people that I can be able to genuinely just connect with and be friendly with and, you know, just learn from because we all have different paths. But when we, our paths cross, that says a lot about what we need to learn and what we need to do about what we learn. So it's just great to connect with you all and just be here because, you know, this club has been very, very eventful. Just starting off this club, having an idea of saying, hey, I want to spread the the good news. I want to spread the word. I want to spread, you know, all the good stuff, you know, give you guys this free information you can be able to have. And all this is just because. I love you guys. Like, I really just, I'm just genuinely happy to be on Clubhouse. I'm genuinely happy to connect with people, you know. So it's very, it's very important to just know what your value is, what value you're giving people, and how you're expressing that value where every time you show up in a room, in a talk, in a space, you know, in a in a room room, like whatever room you're in, like just be the person you want to be and be that person of intention. So that's why I'm bringing this to you today so that you can be able to have this and think about. So when you start doing this for your friends, for your community, for your clients, they will always remember the good things you did to them and for them and with them. Because that's really where those relationships happen. You know, hey, what do you think about this? This is what I think. It helps. We all win. It didn't cost you anything. You know, you just were gra- you're just grateful for the connections you've been creating. So these are the things that you want to start thinking about and growing with. So that when you're on Google, when you're on Pinterest, when you're on YouTube, it goes up. Some people may not know this, but I'm an artist too. Before all this SEO, Pinterest, all this great stuff, yeah, that's great, but there's so much more. There's so much more that I've been able to do, and I thank God for how far I've gotten because there's so much more I still want to cover because I just think about the connections and how it's really, really grown, you know, over time. So the whole idea of knowing what you want to do is being intentional about the people you're searching with and how you're giving them that search as well so as i run this down because i gave you the first one i just wanted you to understand how valuable this could be for you for your business and how you can run it so think about this google has already received 360 billion searches this year and we're only about seven eight billion so all this 360 billion searches That's a surge on a 1.9 billion website base that only 10 results show up on Google for each long tail category or each long tail keyword. 
So out of this billions of searches, 15% of daily searches are new to Google. What does that mean? It could be a new blog. It could be a new podcast. It could be an updated article. It could be an optimized page. It could be something, but it's going to be new. And why is it new? Because it has rich context. It has rich value. Out of the 1.9 billion websites, only a handful of them have schema. And that's another way of saying it has a structured data. It has something. These are things you don't have to know. Oh, I need to place this here. As long as you have a knowledge graph that says, I need to have a website that I can be able to track my conversions on Google, that's that's now where the conversation gets easier for you instead of thinking about all the list of things that you have to do to get there. So those are the things that you want to think about. On the first page alone on Google, the first five organic results accounts to 67.60% of all the clicks. So that tells you, even though there are 10 results on Google search, people only get to the fifth one. And let me show you how serious this is. On the people also ask section, excuse me, on the people also ask section, there are four results that you get, right? So usually this, this is what it typically looks like. You search for something on Google. The first result you see is a link, a blue hyperlink. You have the text. The next thing that you see is people also asked. And then you're going to see four questions. And these four questions are coming from, from four blogs or from four results or from four web pages. So as soon as you click on one, what happens? Another one pops up. You click on another one, another one pops up. So it's populating and based on the one that you're searching on, because out of the four, you might choose two. So those next two that you get will give you a much closer range or niche down you know, value based on how you can be able to target those keywords. So if you want to be in the people also ask section, now you're going to ask, okay, I need to be on this top four. You don't need to be on those top four. You need to be on that list. And that list is going to be based on how people are searching because out of this searches, this billions of searches, they're only searching for something that's specific to them. I talked about the taste graph, you know, that's a Pinterest taste graph. You want to think about their interests. What are they interested in? Someone may be interested in oil. If someone could be interested in vegetable oil, someone else could be, you know, interested in canola oil or, you know, olive oil, you know, but it's still oil. But at the same time, it's really specific on what are their needs? How do they do things? What is their interest? So you might end up on that results page just because you solved a problem. And what was the problem? There was a long tail keyword that you found that you were having an answer with that could help someone get somewhere faster than they can do by themselves. So if you're doing that, think about those four results. We've just talked about the first five organic results. So Google will give you a result page. The first one is the link I talked about. And then there are four people also add section. So those four results also still count as the four organic results because they're organic. You clicked on something and no one paid to be on that spot. It organically showed up. So organically, you are able to place yourself there as an important person with information that you can be able to solve a need when they're being asked a question. So how are you able to get to this four? Because if someone clicks on one, two, three, four, that's all five. So they're not even going to scroll past the fifth people also ask question or the fifth paragraph because they've already gotten their answer in the top half or in the upper percentile. So when you start thinking about putting your content and quality, it's going to really help because Google search algorithm, right? uses 200 factors 200 factors to rank your website so now you're like oh here we go again i can't get there you know there are so many blocks it's like oh no you have to get this right you have to get that right and it gets so daunting that you don't even want to try you don't even want to start you don't even want to think about it 
And that's because the way it has been explained to you or the way you have experienced it is really where you want to start thinking from and asking yourself, what is really important for me here? If I'm posting something on Instagram, it's a reel and this reel gets views. Now, in a week from now, I'll need to post another reel so I can be able to maintain the freshness or keep the algorithm, you know, pushing your content through because when you start putting one piece of content out, guess what? The rest of the content you you previously pushed starts to get even pushed even more because you've been able to give value over time. But here's the caveat. Let's say Instagram shuts down and you can't, you can't, you, you just can't do anything like it's done. Now, if you didn't have an email list, if you didn't have a website, if you didn't have a landing page, if you didn't have a podcast, somewhere that you can be able to really know this is my audience, this is the people that I love to connect with, a Facebook group. Now, that Facebook group, before they even get into the Facebook group, they need to give their email address. That way you're able to know these are the people that are connecting with me. Ask them one question so when they're joining, you know exactly what their need is from the door, from the gate. Because as soon as you understand this person wants to use Pinterest because they're interested in furniture or they're interested in real estate or they're interested in health or they're interested in sports. That's when you now say, okay, you're not in. So someone interested in sports is not going to be interested in something in gardening or in architecture. You know, that's completely different. So you want to meet their need. And everyone has a need. So you can be on Pinterest for totally different reasons. Someone might be there to get leads. Someone might be there to run ads. Someone might be there to just, you know, build organic search. Someone else might be there to just, you know, enjoy Pinterest and just, you know, discover because it's a discovery app. But people think it's social media, but it's a search engine for visual aid. It's a visual search engine. So that's why there's only two things. There's only Google Lens and there's Pinterest lens. So there are things that you just think about. You're like, that makes sense. So if I just write keywords in my Canva picture and send them to a credible website that I'm updating with interactive media, which will now come from my Instagram, from my YouTube, from my podcast, then they can end up signing up to my mailing list or getting this freebie because they were able to, you know, do this checklist. And then Five months down the line, they sign up with you for a consultation and you get to know their business, knowing that they've probably been listening to you all through just to get an understanding of where they need to be. So you want to be able to help them through the process. And that's why I love Pinterest, because it's a platform that you start early in the discovery. If people type in where to buy or how to do this, or how to start this, you're gonna get results. And those results are gonna give you exactly what you asked. But most times, not all of those results are gonna be directly related to your need. So that's now where you come out as the expert, as a subject matter expert, as the top authority, and build that reputation over time. Because as you build, you wanna know that you have high quality content. And another fact for you to also think about too is high quality content and link building are the two most important signals used by Google to rank your website for search. So I mentioned before there are 200 factors, right? There are so many factors. If you can just type on Google 200 factors to rank websites and you can get all the results that you want to do your research on because even though I'm giving you this information and I'm also giving you experience and also applying that with concepts, you also want to do your own research. So don't depend on what I'm saying entirely. Do your own research, compare, contrast, understand, break it down, decipher it, you know, then come back with that informed decision because you have that full proof of concept. So I'm giving you a kickstart. I'm giving you a head start. So when you start thinking about, oh, 5%, is it 5%? No, it's 3% because that's 5 trillion. So it's 3% Pinterest 
let me just back it up a little bit. Pinterest contributes to 3% of the global retail sales market. So, and that's stats from Statista. So if you want to go and check that, go see, because the 33% referral traffic you get on Pinterest is so impactful because everybody's trying to rank on Google. Nobody's really trying to rank on Bing, but it's also a good place to be because that also shows you what people's interests are. You wouldn't get business from Bing. You could, but you're likely to get more business from Google because at a scale of 12% to 70%, you're better getting a 1% conversion on the 70% than the 12% because you've been able to average your cost per click and your CPM and what's your CPE, you know, how you're able to understand what that click-through rate is going to do for your business. So that's when you start to put your business hat on and say, okay, this is what I need to do to get to this point. So it's going to take time. But that time you're taking is going to be so important because two months from now, three months from now, even six months from now, you will see results. And those results will shock you because now you're actually seeing what people are interested in, what they want to know about, what they need, because people are also asking. And as they are asking, they get featured snippets. And these snippets could come from podcasts. It could come from a YouTube video. It could come from a blog. Now, even, um, excuse me, I will say there's an interesting read section on Google, right? And this section, it's, it's pretty, it's not, I won't say it's new, but it's been there. And when you're on that list, it's so good because for every 10 results you get on a page, you only get one click. So if I go to Google and you go to Google and you search for something, you click on one thing. If that one thing helps you, you're not going to click on another thing because you've already solved the need. You've solved the problem. So think about it as being on that list because someone that may see that, you have a high potential of being there and being seen and not even being on the list at all. So when you think about link building and high quality content, that just makes me think about structure how does my structure stand sustain stay competitive because if i have high quality content and what is high quality content the average content length for the top position is about 2400 words so and that depends on different industries because i'll give you a very typical example You don't want to read an article on how to tie a tie for 2,400 keywords or 2,400 words. You know, that just sounds really ridiculous, you know. But if you have it in 500 words, maybe in seven to 800 words, have a few infographics, put your steps down, you know, make sure that it has those listicles and it looks really pleasant because no one's going to read a full pro, like a prose text. It's not going to be that way. Most people like to read things with little snippets and excerpts so that they can actually pick it up, you know, run with it and move to the next thing. So your goal is to have that high quality content. If you have the people also ask section, those are four questions, four blogs. And if those four blogs have questions, you can turn those four blogs into four podcasts. Now in those podcasts, in those articles, in those features, You can now dive deeper into each of those segments without, you know, disrupting the flow. And once you're able to do that in one month, by the time you're in your third month and you have 12 topics, because usually you're supposed to think about looking back now in February, you know, in January, did I post anything? Did I write an article? Did I post? Did I did I do something? Did I help someone? Because as you're posting You're not just thinking about, oh, I need to post. It needs to be perfect. Think about the person who sees this. Will they get the help they need? So that's what gives me the motivation to post because I know if someone sees this, they're going to smile. They'll feel happy. They'll feel relieved. They'll feel more excited to do it. They'll feel more impacted. Like there's, there's some type of reaction that you get because that shows that you actually helped. But if you're not posting anything, then you're not helping anyone. So just think about those 
metrics and how you can be able to really focus on on that too because this is something that i want to now since we're 20 minutes to the top of the hour if you have any questions please feel free to raise your hand so that you can get to ask me any question you have because i'll be closing off the hand raising in 10 minutes so this is the last part and i want there's so many facts on this this page i can't even go through everything i'm just going through the ones that are going to make the most sense to you today so you can think about what you're going to do with this information when you start thinking about the next steps you want to take and this is something that really really got my attention it says 55 55 that's over 50 percent or 51 percent 55 percent of households are predicted and this is a prediction so it may be it's a variable it's not a fixed value so 55 percent of households are predicted to own a smart speaker by 2022 now that says a lot because think about someone who has the 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 money to buy a smart speaker and also thinks about the type of household and why they even need it you know I'm, i don't need this couch but i need it you know everybody would say i need it i don't need it i need to change it there's always something happening so if someone needs a smart speaker they already have a smart speaker really because their phone is a smart speaker they can ask siri they can ask google you know they can you know do anything that they need to do or even alexa you know so when you think about the households and then you think about the percentage and then you think about voice search it's very important because the average word count for a voice search result page is about 2300 words on average so if you need 2400 words to rank on google ideally plus or minus and you need about a hundred less just to rank on the voice search what does that say to your business if someone's trying to look for something on pinterest or trying to think about you know hey what are the best you know recipes for february you know or what are the top recipes for february you know i'm just giving you examples here but people are going to ask questions about what you do and if you can answer them and tell them what the process is like then you're going to get that 91 percent of all pages you know that really get that traffic because when you look at it from the other side 91 percent that same 91 percent of all pages never get any organic traffic from google mostly due to the fact that they don't have backlinks and what is a backlink a backlink is simply this and this is what i actually that's why i talked about the podcast earlier because this is what really made me feel like okay now i see what's going on here a backlink is simply this if you have a website and you are featured on some place maybe on tv on radio on a featured magazine something that happened online that was translated from what you did you know in person or maybe you had something that you did virtually and it's highlighted and the person takes your link your website your domain name and creates something called anchor text now anchor text i'll give you a very quick example of what that just means simply an anchor text is just like when you have an email you want to send an email to someone and someone someone says click this link and then you highlight this link and then that link has a link in it so that's just what it means anchor text but it's it's deeper than that because anchor text also needs to have keywords and that's where you start thinking about how do you anchor your content when you think about the word anchor you're thinking about how do i have a hold like like how do i keep it firm how do i stay in the same place how do i have a full grasp of what i'm trying to do here so when you're thinking about creating this voice search, creating this content lens, thinking about the people who are going to be able to connect with your content and that backlink leads them back to your website or back to that landing page, that's one backlink. And they say 55% of pages don't have a single backlink. 
So 55% of households are going to use smart speakers in 2022 and 55% of pages don't have a single backlink. And if you don't have a backlink, that's a bad signal because Google will not suggest your content. Pinterest will not even bring it up. And then the voice search will just choose the next available person that has it. So you want to just get all your ducks in a row and just ask yourself, if someone is going to click on this, how do I know? What does my heat map look like? How can I be able to see that this is a red zone and this is where people stay on most of the time on my site? So if I have more links there or more clicks there or more buttons there, then I could send them where they need to go because someone can spend two seconds on your website and go to the next site without even thinking about your site because they found another site more credible and more trustworthy. So these are the things that you want to really think about as you build your plan. So I have someone coming up on stage, my very good friend, Danette. It's good to see you. Happy February. Happy February to you too, Faber. Thanks so much for uh, allowing me up on your stage. I have a question about your backlinks. Now, you, you, you said that we need to get our ducks in a row, and, and for the most part, we need to have some backlinks. But how do we deal with backlinks if we don't have anything that we necessarily got from the source, a.k.a. you? Um, and if Google is positioning us using those backlinks better, how do we go about building those? I mean, not every source and not everything that I share goes back to a source. Uh, should we create a backlink to our own website, different website that we have, or a backlink to something that we've been featured on? What's your thought process on that? Thank you for that question. Now, I want to ask you this because it's going to help us also just get a little bit more you know clear when you're thinking about your audience right where would you say you would drive the most impact is it going to be audio formats video formats live formats just give me a, a picture because i want to know how we can get those backlinks and acquire them well i'm really really starting to really judge up my my uh video and audio i've got audio from years ago from my radio show on blog talk radio and I wrote my first book from it, but no one would know. I'm not using them. And it's good content, good resource, good sources from people that I interview. So I'm thinking about pulling those audios from Blog Talk into maybe a membership site, possibly. And so I'm just really trying to think about how I can really, really use what I have, add backlinks to it, and, 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 and repurpose it even for the things that I have right now. So I guess the question, well, the answer to your question would be audio and video. Okay, I like that. Audio and video, that's perfect because when you mentioned like a membership, the next thing that came to my mind was you can have a membership where they can have these resources because it's a portal, but you can also, let's say if the, just typically, let's say if the episode or what you have, one of the messages and one of the, you know, episodes would be 45 minutes, for example, you could take 15 minutes out of that 45 minute segment and make it a free segment and then towards the end have a call to action for them to click on the show note on a podcast that now leads them to a membership portal that they can now access the full thing and pay you know and that way it, it gives you time and you actually spend your time and and spend less of the effort trying to make that one conversion well, see, that's exactly where my mindset was. And that's why I'm saying I have to take it, in my opinion, from Blog Talk. Because on Blog Talk, it's fully loaded. So either I'm going to have to hire someone to turn those full-fledged things into snippets or take it somewhere else, right? And, and only have the snippet of the 30 to an hour um, interview that was done. And then pull them into, you know, to hear more on this topic, visit my, you know, my membership site or whatever. It's just that for me, when I was blog talking, you know, that was my radio show platform back then. And that's a, a good, oof, I don't know, maybe seven to 12 years, but I still feel like it's good content. And why? Because it's still in my book, the book that I don't even promote. Right. And so I'm trying to really judge and wake all that up. So I'm just trying to see, you know, the best way to go about it. Um, the shortest path to not having to work hard but it seems like i'm gonna have to pull it from blog talk because blog talk is free right and because it's free the whole goal is i don't mind giving free content but i'm giving enough free content 
now I need to really manifest and turn that into some money. So my, I'm just trying to figure out ways that I can leverage. Um, and um, I believe, what, what's your take and your thought on, should I leave it over? What's already been there for years on Blog Talk for footprint purposes? And just kind of pull it somewhere else where I can do the snippets on it to start, you know, kind of increasing and engaging. Because uh, the book has been out seven maybe years longer than that slightly but um and the audio was sitting over there and i'm just trying to figure out a way to not waste what's already out there and repurpose it oh yeah 100 100 percent. because if you're on blog talk radio that already has traffic right and it's still existing people are still connecting on those platforms and when you think about backlinks I also want to be very clear on this too. You can have a backlink and that backlink can come from another source. But if that source does not have a sustainable or an established domain authority, then that backlink will not even be considered. Because for you to say that your backlink is strong means it's just another way of saying that I have backup from an authoritative site. That's just another way of saying it. So if you're on blog talk, that's a great place because I just actually just checked on blogtalkradio.com. They have a domain authority of 86. If your domain authority is above 60, that's really, really good. Like LinkedIn is 97. I think Pinterest is in the 90s as well. YouTube is almost 100. You know, Google is already there. And there are websites that have been there for years because your domain authority is just another way of saying, how long have you had authority? Think about it like credit. When you think about your credit and your credit has been there for a number of years, that's a factor to tell you how your credit would be. You know, if you've had your credit for 10 years, as opposed to someone who has had it for one month, that says a lot about your authority. So when you think about it in those analogies, and just break it down to your website and say, okay, I'm on Block Talk Radio. They have 86 domain authority. Let me start a podcast and backlink to them. And then use those 60-minute interview segments and turn them into you know snippets of maybe 15 minutes for each. And let's say you have 100 episodes or 500 episodes and you just take 52, schedule them out for the, the whole year. Now, each of those podcasts are going to be distributed to other platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, you know, other platforms, iHeartRadio, Player FM, then they turn into backlinks as well. Because when your content is there and you have like the anchor text I talked about, you're literally having, you're literally leveraging domain authority at this point because you have one source, one podcast, but you have multiple dimensions you can diversify your portfolio because you are able to really go into your strategy and diversify that. So for you, you already have the content and that's where people usually start, but you already have the content. You already have the layup. You already have the strategy. The next thing is to say, okay, let me take this information and know what is a call to action. Are they coming to join my community, my membership? What is the price? Be clear on it. Let them be able to feel comfortable because you're answering those questions. And then, like we talked about featured snippets, the FAQ is very important because if you have your frequently also asked section on your site, then there are going to be less questions people are going to ask about what they're going to commit to because you've been able to give them that confidence and that trust over time so that when they do click and when they do convert, they listen to you, they watched your video, they listen to the audio, they listen to the interview, and now you've been able to get one member because you were able to give value before they showed up at the door. So so, so, so the full-fledged hour shows, because all of them are hour shows for years, that are sitting on Blog Talk, of course, I, you know, the whole goal has always been to take and, you know, grab a snippet. And so you're saying, wherever my snippet is going to be living, my backlink is going to be to the blog talk, but then how would that pull them into a membership site to encourage them? Because the whole thing is it's already sitting full-fledged on blog talk, but that's my authority website. So I'm a little torn because, you know, to at first year for years, we, you couldn't make money on blog talk. You know, you couldn't do those things. So 
so the whole way to make money was to create a book from your interviews etc you know all these different things so now i got this good quality content sitting over there from millionaires that i've interviewed but then at the same time the whole goal is to get them to the membership site or get them to a you know a group or something like that to feature it so i I think i'm a little conflicted on the direction that i need to go when it comes to that because again you stated that the backlink that 86 for blog talk is a good one to have but if I'm sending them there, why would they come where I need to go? Because on blog talk, they can listen to the full thing. But where I want them to go is where I want to, you know, say, hey, <laughs> you know, to hear more on this topic, you know, uh, visit us here or click this link to join us. Exactly. Because right now on blog talk, they can listen to it for free, right? Right. That's the problem. I mean, right. that was a good thing, but now it's time to convert. I've given a lot of free. Right. And now that it's free and people are seeing it there now the value that you're going to add is going to be based on what are you going to give them after that the workshop if there's a book is there a series is there a group study is there like think about the other things you're putting value to this product because now like you said you've turned it into a book someone can turn it into a documentary you know like these are different ways you can monetize but we only think about oh, this is so free, we, we don't know what to do with this information now. But the new episodes that you could launch, you could have 15-minute episodes. You don't even have to do full-hour episodes anymore and just run 15-minute segments, make them new, and then send them to your membership where they're able to learn more. And then that's where you actually give them the value because they want to listen to something fresh, to something new, something that has some new perspective. And that way, the value that they listen to is going to add value to the conversation that you're going to have throughout your podcast as well. Okay, so you're saying, so so of course, so these are, and I don't, I, stop me if I'm taking up too much of your time. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that if you tell me that. I think, again, so so those, again, I'm not getting rid of my blog talk because, I mean, it's been out there for years and that gives me that leverage. It gives me that, you know, that authority. Um when I do decide to go ahead and launch the new ones, um, I think I'm just still a little confused. I know my snippets. So my sni- so I'm going to take the snippets of the hour episodes from Blog Talk, and I can start kind of dancing those around in different places. But when I point people, I'm going to point them to the new direction, but inside of whatever I'm writing or presenting, I'm still going to have a backlink going to Blog Talk for the authority piece? Exactly. Okay. And this is where the the execution actually is very important because, you know, yeah, that's what that's what happens. But six months from now, what you did today is going to determine the success of your your of the forecast of what you've created, because you have a podcast or you have a, a talk show and they're listening to it. Sometimes I don't know if the analytics you can still see, you know, how many people are listening per day, per week, per month. You know, if you have that, that's really also good for you to see. And that can also help you become more strategic and where people need to double down on and just give you that deep blue ocean strategy for your business. Okay, because I I can see it on um, uh, iTunes and Apple and Blog Talk. So I just just need to reignite it because I would love to go ahead and sell my books. I mean, I have Norm, Norm Brasky. From me Magazine, I've got Ivan Meisner, who is me and I's founder, who did the forward in my book. So I just want to open all that back up and not just let all that just die. So I appreciate you for it. Um, I'll be reaching out to you because I got a lot of work I need to do, but it still plays into me being the strategy lady. You see what I'm saying? And I just want to, I don't want anything that I have just to go to stay dormant. I want to, you know, open it back up and start grabbing sales out on Amazon and Barnes and Noble for the book that's been out here forever. Thanks so much for your help and your time, favor. Yeah, you're most welcome. Definitely. Let's keep in touch and I look forward to connecting with you for sure. We do have we ha- we do have a meeting pending, so definitely I-, I can't wait for that. Whenever you're ready, please let me know and I'll be happy to, you know, connect with you because you already have everything you need. You just need to apply it. And applying it is where you need that accountability. And sometimes we need to really have that down pat so that we can be able to understand where we're going and why we're going the way we're going because of the people we're trying to impact as we go along those journeys so i appreciate you for that danette thank you so much guys this has been an amazing time we're at the top of the hour perfect timing 
it's been an hour of really really insightful information just showing you exactly what are people also ask what is that a featured snippet what is that what's more important you know there was a study that was done just recently and you guys can google it and see what it says because all this stuff you can research you know at the end of the day i want you to do your own research you can listen to me all day long but i i value someone that does their own research because when they come back with those questions we're more comprehensive in conversation with more quality to offer more than quantity to dispose so those are the things that you have to go and do your research on and understand what is my next goal what am i going to do with this information if you have a podcast if you have a blog if you have a book if you have a recipe if you have some type of gold that is really sitting right now that you can be able to monetize it's going to take months so don't think oh this is going to work in month three when march when april when may when june and then you wait for it to grow or germinate and the tree doesn't show up don't think that way trust the process and keep going because when that website hits when that video goes viral when those things happen it's going to happen months after you've planned it some songs go viral after they've been published one year two years you know but the intention that you place the seed that you sow the things that you did months after are going to germinate and that's what's going to show the fruits of your labor because you were intentional with the people you were serving and intentional with the ideas you were giving them from the start. So it's not just about ranking on Google or trying to be somewhere on Google. Those are great things to be on. That's a great place to be, but there's nothing better than someone coming to your website, leaving, actually, let me say this again. There's nothing better than someone looking for information about something they need and finding your website credible and actually trusting your site because you have sources and you have resources that can allow them to stay connected with you eventually that no like trust factor that expertise authority and trustworthiness factor turns into a lead it turns into a click it turns into a save it turns into a sale those are things that you cannot control because you're not them excuse me you're not them so when you finish your article finish your blog finish your product finish your talk just be you like at this point like perfecting yourself is the worst thing you're trying to do you want to just stay on top stay in the need stay on the trend stay active these are things that you want to do because yeah you know it happens but you don't want to dwell on that for so long and time is going time is a is a luxury people think oh yeah i have time to do this tomorrow that time will never come and that time you wasted can never be replaced so when you're thinking about this six months this two years this domain authority this trustworthiness all this stuff is great guys like this is stuff that you need to know but it's when you apply it that changes everything because that application that strategy that implementation goes a very long way because by the time you look back and ask yourself i spent a year giving people value in my next year i was able to leverage that competition by applying more information that can give people more resources to trust me and then build over time by the time i'm doing business for the third year for the fifth year for the seventh year all those articles all those faqs all those headings and tags and and all that good stuff they're always going to be updated so if you dwell too much on them now you keep forgetting about the people you're trying to serve because you're being too technical about your phrasing or about your semantics so those are the things that you want to just focus on especially this month that's why i intentionally wanted to start this room on february 1st because i know people had 
goals and dreams for 2022. I'm going to start this in the new year and then the new year kicks off and we're back to square one. And I don't want that to be the case for us because there's so much value in you. And if you can just apply and say, I'll spend two hours every day or I'll even spend 30 minutes each segment and just focus on the needs of these people and supply it with 100% focus and undivided attention, you can go a very long way. So with that said, feel free to click the link in this room if you want to have virtual coffee with me and we can talk about some things, chop it up for 30 minutes, but come with a mindset of understanding what's your goal, what do you want to do? Because those 30 minutes we're going to have will change a lot in your thinking because I'll be asking you questions. Just like people also ask, I'll be asking you questions because the more questions we're able to get answered, the better I can understand what the need is because you don't need everything. You need something. And that something will stand out when you're that someone who needs that information, knowing that you can be able to apply it after receiving it in the way you did. So with that said, thank you all so much for joining. I appreciate you, Danette, Dr. Dinico, Hillary, John, Anthony, Stephanie, Ashley, Fern, Arnaud, Priya, and Henny. Thank you all so much for joining and being part of today's conversation. Please feel free to follow me and also, you know, follow this club as well and turn on the bell, turn on the notification bell because this month I'm going to be coming with some really, really good insights and I feel like I'm going to do more of morning rooms than evening rooms just from what I've seen with the analytics for this club. And that's going to help me at least be here more often so that I can be able to be more intentional with the time I'm spending. And these early mornings are good ways to kick off the day, especially when someone is trying to you know, wrap their head around what they need to do for the day. So it helps and gives you a head start. And I think that's a great way for us to start the month, start the week and also start the year. So thank you all so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Happy February. And I'll catch you guys in the next room. God bless. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. So if you loved what you just heard, make sure that you follow us on Clubhouse. The club is called Pinterest and SEO Marketing. So you can search that up on Clubhouse on the app and join us for this 